I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to Off Court with the McGowans, powered by Husker Online. Nebraska basketball players Trey and Bryce McGowans give you an inside look at the program and much more. Off Court is brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. Sean Callahan here at Tanner's with Nebraska standouts JoJo Doman and Bryce McGowans. How's this week's matchup looking? Sean, I see that the ladies' table's crunching hard on some Blair's chicken lips and uh, char wings. Lips? The guys' table's crushing burgers, onion rings, and nachos. Two talented tables going after it. Tanner's chicken versus burgers, a matchup for the ages. So, Sean, what's it gonna be? I'm going lips! And welcome here. Sports Bar and Grill for all the action. To this edition of Off Court. Sorry, Bryce, I had to do that no, to no, you. Good, um, good. We, we, uh, so, Setting up this show here for off court, but that was a commercial um, by our proud title sponsor Tanner's at Hit TV this weekend. I'm told that it will be on the Big Ten Network um, in Omaha and Lincoln during the Fordham game. Um, so you will see Bryce, you will see me um, on this Tanner's commercial where I was told to be a Lee Corso, and, and Bryce got the call up late and stepped up. But that was a lot of fun, Bryce, wasn't it? Yes, sir, most definitely. Uh, I want to thank Tanner's for giving me the opportunity to be in it. Uh, it was real fun. Well, guys, um, it was the first football game this weekend, and obviously it didn't go the way Nebraska wanted it to go. You know a lot of guys on the team. You've probably talked to guys on campus from the team. Where do you think this football team is at, and, and kind of what were your big takeaways watching Nebraska football week one? Um, I'm just excited to see how they bounce back, honestly. Um, I mean, I heard a lot of hype going into the season. Um, I mean, obviously lost the first game, but um, – for me, it's, I just want to see how they respond, especially um, first home game. Yeah, and you know, uh, you know, being back home, like Trey said, uh, you know, get get the home field advantage. Uh, plus, you know, see the energy of you know Nebraska uh, football supporters, fans, and you know people around here. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, like you mentioned, uh, this will be the first Nebraska football home game weekend with fans mm-hmm. in the stands for both of you guys. You know, Trey, I know you got to watch from afar on TV like everybody else, but uh, you know, for both of you guys, what, what's your plan for Saturday? You going to do some tailgating? Are you going to go to the game? Uh, what, what's what's on tap for your first Husker football home game? Uh, plan on tailgating uh, before the game. And then, you know, we'll find somewhere to tailgate first. Mm-hmm. And then uh, probably head off to the football game. Uh, I think we're going to get to be on the field a little bit. Uh, well, get down here early, guys. It's yeah. an 11 a.m. game. Don't come rolling down at about 1030. <laughs> That's a it's an 11 o'clock game? 11 a.m. game. That's when it kicks. And so traffic's going to be backed up around like 9. Tailgating will probably be better after the game is my guess. I mean, there'll be an 11 a.m. game. You don't get a ton of tailgating down here just right. because it's early. So if anybody's got a tailgate – Hit up Bryce and Trey. They're looking for one. Talk about the show with these guys. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, news of the week uh, came out. Uh, you guys have a pro day, a unique pro day coming up here in October. Um, <laughs> kind of unusual. 
You guys are doing a joint, I guess maybe collaborated pro day with Creighton. Um, you know, your your in-state rival where, you know, I thought there was, there was initially some co- confusion that you guys would be like doing it together, but it's it's not, right? You guys yeah. are going to have your own separate deal in Lincoln right. that morning. And then later on, NBA scouts are going to be able to travel to Omaha. I guess, you know, for, for you guys as players, what does that opportunity mean for you? I mean, obviously the scouts will be able to come and see you in games, but to come and, and get in the practice facility and see you up close and personal, run you through drills, I mean, that's a pretty unique opportunity that I know this program hasn't had in a long time. Yeah, uh, really it's, you know, one step closer, you know, to, you know, hopefully uh, completing, maintaining, and, you know, striving for our goal uh, just to have, you know, NBA scouts, eyes, and, you know, uh, NBA people in the building um while we're competing and doing what we do every day uh it's gonna be fun you know um it's it's just a blessing to be able to do this because you know some teams i don't think they have the opportunity to do it Mm -hmm. so yeah it's gonna be real fun i know trey you didn't get the opportunity to have scouts come to games i mean i don't think nba scouts even traveled last year because of because of covid so i mean this is the first time as a husker that you'll be able to actually play uh not only this season but starting with this pro day in front of scouts i mean I, i guess how (laughs) <laughs> excited are you for for that opportunity to actually be seen in person uh by by scouts at the highest level um i mean i'm i'm definitely excited um to be able to um really just show my talents um especially as early as it is before mm-hmm. the season mm-hmm. um to kind of get momentum going into the season um their eyes already kind of on me but i mean especially just i think it's good for recruitment mm-hmm. um i mean especially for young guys coming to high school i mean the goal is always get to the NBA um, then college is just a step just to get there so I mean if they see we're doing this then they'd be like I mean not why not be a Husker nice well I know that uh, earlier this week uh, media got to talk with uh, Casey for the first time uh, on a zoom little press conference I know I think the last show he had just arrived maybe and so you guys had maybe just had conversations with him in passing but how was he acclimated to Lincoln and you guys been showing him uh, or I'm taking him to Hero yet or anything like that? Uh, no, sir, not yet. But um, he's you know he's jailed with us uh, real good. Uh, you know, saying how early it is. Uh, we had a workout. Well, I worked out before him today, and I stayed around for his. And you know, he, he was he was shooting the heck out the ball, so it was just good. And you know, he's been practicing with us uh, since he's got here, and he's you know he's making plays, making making big time plays too. So uh, he's he's already acclimated and uh, sped up with the game, so it's good. Nice. Well, then obviously uh, the, the last bit of news here, uh, the announcement officially, I know that we've kind of known about this for a while, but opening night, October 1st, Friday night, fans get to come back to PBA for the first time. And I know you guys aren't going to do any like full-on scrimmaging or anything like that, but you're going to go through, people are going to get to know you, you're going to have introductions and uh, maybe do a little bit of three-point contest, maybe some games, and just kind of reintroduce yourself and, in some cases, introduce yourself to the fans. Um, G Herbo, the, the the rapper, is going to put on a show after the event. Uh, Trey, I guess, how excited are you for this? I mean, it's not a game, but it's going to have all the kind of the, the hoopla and fan engagement that maybe a game would have. Um, I mean, really... I mean, I've I've been super excited um, about it, um, especially after hearing about Rick Ross a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. And then, I mean, when they kind of put in a group chat to, for us to vote um, on which artists we wanted for our Midnight Madness, 
Um, I mean, I had already heard Dirk, um, so I, I want to hear because my favorite rappers are Meek. My fa- Meek, Meek, my number one, and then Herb, Herb is um, number two for me. So mm-hmm. um, I haven't really gotten to see him. And then I mean, obviously PBA probably gonna be packed. Yeah, um, so it should be a good event. So I mean, I, I know a lot of fans uh, listening might not know who G Herbo is, but I keep telling them that. Uh, you know the players are the ones that picked the act. It wasn't it wasn't Nebraska. It was, was voted on by the players. So this show is for you guys. And also, I have a feeling there's gonna be a pretty big recruiting weekend going on yeah, as well. So uh, I mean, that's another part of it. I'm sure that you know you guys are already kind of gearing up towards uh, putting your recruiting hat on and actually get to show guys around on official visits. You got a little bit of it in June, but now campus is buzzing. You got a big event like this. You know, without obviously mentioning anybody by name, I guess how excited are you to kind of showcase the program, the team, and and, and all the, the university has to offer? Not mentioning anybody by name. <laughs> yeah. No, don't, no, I don't. I don't think so. No, we can't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, safe I mean, sorry. One, one person. Um, I, I saw him post. Um, we were his first visit, mm-hmm. and then I mean, obviously, um, it was somebody I kind of put on her because he didn't really listen to him much. Um, so he's excited. It's his first visit. Nice. So. We'll see whenever whenever um, that gets here. Y'all can find out who it is. Well, guys, we're, <laughs> guys, we're going to have a, um, a special guest joining us here in the studio. Let everybody know who will be coming in to join us um, here for the next couple of segments. Um, Michael Caton. Um, she transferred from um, Cal Berkeley um, a couple years ago. Um, I mean, really just talking about um, just the perseverance and drive, um, her battling injuries, and just staying positive, um, working day in and day out. Um, to really just get out there this year and just help the um, the women's basketball team um, compete um, at the highest level. All right, well, looking forward to that next. Michael Caton will join us here. You're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans. Brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And we're back here on another edition of Off Court as Bryce and Trey in studio. Once again, thanks to Tanner's guys for hooking it up. They brought some uh, hanging tenderloin wings. Bryce's favorite, um, the um, the lemon the lemon chi- lemon pepper. What, what, what do you like, Bryce? What is it again? Uh, lemon pepper. The lemon pepper uh, lips. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> The lady staple scrunch inside yeah. joke on the just um, punching on the lips. Some Mardi Gras pasta. <laughs> so thanks again to Tanner's. But uh, this segment of Off Court is brought to you by A One Automotive, located here in downtown Lincoln. Bryce had some car trouble not that long ago, and they took care of Bryce and uh, made sure he was all set up. Uh, check out A One, locally owned. Kendall and his team there do an outstanding job. Um, they've been helping out Nebraska students and student athletes and anyone downtown for many years. So check them out here in downtown Lincoln. Uh, but Bryce and Trey, we got a, a guest in studio joining us. Um, member of the Nebraska women's basketball team plays for Amy Williams, McCole Caton, sophomore guard out of California joining us here. McCole, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. 
Well, Bryce, Trey, you guys brought McCole up here. This is going to be a fun interview. Looking forward to hearing what you guys uh, talk about here. Yep. Well, we're here with uh, McCole, uh, number five. Needs to change the number to 55 because <laughs> you're wearing my number. But, um, you know, you being from uh, California and, you know, coming down to Nebraska, uh, like, what's the difference between Cali and Nebraska climate and, like, environment-wise? I think for sure the weather. The weather is definitely different. Um, people a little bit different. I mean, down here, people are way, way nicer. Um, they take the time to ask you how you're doing, how your day's going, et cetera. Um, but I think the biggest thing that's different is most likely the weather. And um, we have beaches and a lot of different things that we can do. And here it's just a little bit different. So. Um, I know you've been over, been here for a little over a year. Um, what are things you like to do while you're in Lincoln? Um, things I like to do is most likely hang out with my brothers, Trey and Bryce, in my free time. Um, I like to shop, buy shoes, go do makeup, just little things like that. So, uh, Well, let's talk about the season. Um, how y'all looking so far and, you know, what things can you bring to the table this year? Yeah, I think we're a competitive group of girls for sure. Um, I think we... We've showed that. I mean, this year our slogan is kind of like compete and connect. So we do a good job of competing and making sure we're connecting off the court. I think for me, one thing I bring is experience. Um, so I'm really, uh, you know, I'm Kevin Garnett's my favorite player. So I'm that like energy bunny, making sure that everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing. And um, I'm going to keep continuing to do that until we get the wins and progress during the season. You kind of came back to the team um, late, late last season, coming off an injury. Um, you're 100% now, right? Yes, 100% and ready to get the show rolling. But so um, what was kind of the journey kind of to get, get back? Um, what was the mindset kind of kept you positive and locked in on the goals this season? Um, like I said, Kevin Garnett's my favorite player, and he has the slogan of anything is possible. So I knew that coming in this season it was or last season it was going to be hard for me. Um, missing all the games that I did, only being able to compete in 14, I still wanted to make sure I was bringing that consistent energy um, finding ways to lead off the court and on the court just to set a good example for those that are coming in. So, Let me ask you this, Nicole. How did you meet Trey and Bryce? I mean, how, how did you first meet these two guys? Uh, you came up here to join us tonight. Um, let our listeners know how you met these guys. And, and just is it pretty common for the women's team and the men's team to kind of connect and hang out and, and visit? Um, I met Trey, I think, like, probably, like, the third workout or fourth workout when he first got up here last year. And, I don't know, we automatically connected. Um, we've been close ever since. We talk basketball, like, outside of life. Like, when I'm going through something, I know I can go to him. And then came along Bryce. And, um, you know, that's his little brother. And me and Bryce connected on a lot of different levels also. It's like my little brother. It's like my family away from home, so... We're talking to Nebraska basketball women's player Michael Caton here in studio as uh, they're joined by Trey and Bryce McGowns. Um, so, I mean, growing up, growing up in California, um, would you kind of would would you say the West Coast um, has the best basketball? Oh, for sure. Like, no like hands down. <laughs> and it's like we we proved it so many times. So. I mean, if you want to play me one-on-one, we can prove that I too. mean, personally, so. I think the South is, you know, from South Carolina to Georgia, North Carolina. Who am I missing in the South? We got Florida. The East Coast is going to be the West Coast I think, every time. I think California for sure. It just, you know, it is what it is. We got NorCal and we got SoCal, so it's the best of both worlds. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so 
you know, over this off season, what have you been, um, you know, trying to progress on and add to your bag uh, for this year? Um, I think we pretty much know that we watched the film yesterday. <laughs> I'm kidding, but um, definitely my three-pointer, making sure I get that consistent and a pull-up jumper. Um, being a three-level guard and a three-level three-level scorer, and just doing whatever it is that my team needs me to do. And for the people who don't know, you know, she be sitting down on defense. <laughs> she yet to want to play me one-on-one, but yeah, it's all good. We'll, we'll do that. Hey, Michael, I wanted to ask you. Trey mentioned earlier about the the injuries that you've had, kind of a a rough go over the last few years with multiple injuries. I know you you got what your torn ACL as a sophomore at Cal. Then you redshirted and then had to go uh, surgery to repair cartilage damage in your knee. Then you're, you come back in 1920 and have another knee injury. Uh, and now, now you're finally back again. I guess what was the key for you to just persevere through that? I mean, that's a lot of setbacks physically, mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally for one player to have to fight through. What, what did you lean on to kind of get through all that and, and stay on track to where you're, you're at this point now? Yeah, I mean, um, I leaned on God, really. I knew that there was a reason why all this was happening. Um, I kind of turned my mental thinking around and my framework and stopped saying, why me, why me, and more so took on the challenge and said God wouldn't put me in this position if he knew that I wouldn't be able to succeed. Um, and, I mean, here I am at Nebraska a year later and got to compete in my first game last last um, last year, and mm-hmm. I'm just, like, very thankful, and I just thank God. That's the person I leaned on. Mm-hmm. Something else we talked about off air, you were originally committed to Connie Yori. Yeah. And you came back to Nebraska for Amy Williams. I mean, talk about just how Nebraska got in the picture with you originally with Connie Yori and kind of had to re-recruit you almost um, with a new staff later down the road where you came back here. Yeah, so um, 2016, once I decommitted, I mean, I had the coaches here knocking at my door, came all the way down to see me. They should have been at the Boo Williams Classic. And, you know, that's the top of the top girls that compete and instead of going down to that tournament they made a way to come down all the way to California um this new staff here and um I knew the staff was special I knew everyone was on the you know I loved everyone knew the team members but it was just something about me staying close to home so chose the decision to stay close to home but right when I was ready to take on a master's like they opened their uh, door open to me and they were just like hey we want you back here and I couldn't turn it down because the place it is so now you're not the only Cal to Nebraska connection currently on campus right now Shannon Lum yeah. uh, did you have much interaction with her while you were at Cal and I guess what's what's she all about uh, on the court and uh, you know in the locker room and all that stuff yeah I mean I I love her she she's the goat we always used to call her that she's the goat I mean she does everything all the intangibles like she makes sure you're good someone you can talk to about life anything um, but for me it's so funny because like they have a different connection with her but um, for us, she was she was our class checker, so she used to go around oh, and check for yeah. check to see if we were in class. And so we were like, "Why is she always on us? <laughs> Why is she always like?" But now, I mean, you know, people grow, and um, now that I'm older, 23 now, I've gotten to grow up and see like she's just inevitable. Like, all right, we'll continue this conversation here with Michael Caton. You're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. 
No. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And we're back here on Off Court. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett of Husker Online with Trey and Bryce McGowans, Michael Caton of the women's Nebraska basketball team joining us here. You heard our title sponsor of the show is Tanner's Bar and Grill and Tavern 180 in Lincoln, located right off of 30th and Yankee Hill. Uh, but this segment of the program brought to you by Gary Michaels Clothiers on 56 and Pine Lake Road. Um, they are going to dress train Bryce this year. Looking forward to getting these guys in some suits. Uh, check out Gary Michaels Clothiers. They're also going to dress the Nebraska football team this year as well on 56 and Pine Lake Road. Well, as we bring it back here with Michael Caton, um, we were talking off air about football and, you know, Living in Nebraska, I think you figured out probably pretty quickly that football is a big deal here. Have you kind of caught up and do you watch a lot of football? And what were your thoughts maybe on on this team and, and what you saw week one? Yeah, I definitely watch a lot of football. And um, my thoughts on this team were, you know, there's a lot of people on this team who who are very tough. Um, they showed that in the first game, and I think that it's they're going to show it in the next games to come. Um, you know, the receivers, you have a lot of them who are – pretty, pretty good and talented. I mean, Omar, for example, very, very talented. Samori, very talented. Um, you have also, you know, the DBs and the two DBs that were, you know, league contenders, pretty good also. So I think, you know, this next game, they're going to really come out and prove themselves. And this is the next leap that they need to go into, you know, the next Big Ten play. So just very proud of them. I will pick things back up here at Trey and Bryce with Michael. Who's taking it from here, guys? I'll take it. Um Shannon definitely the GOAT. I'm going to piggyback off the um, last segment. But, um, I mean, you went to um, Cal. Um, so what were some things you kind of learned from going to Cal and, um, like, this time around in Transfer Portal? Yeah, so some things that I've definitely learned from Cal this time around, you know, is to take your time and be patient. You know, for a lot of the high school kids out there, the ones who are looking to hopefully come to college one day, you know, it, it's not just about what school is, you know, has the best record. I mean, it's more so about what school is going to best fit you. And I think that's one thing I always tell my friends and other athletes should know, you know, choose a school that's going to best fit you and has all the things that you want for yourself. So Cal's definitely taught me that. Well, um, you know, y'all have had a summer session and, you know, past that y'all have been working out and, you know, uh, getting after it. So who are you most impressed with, uh, I mean, in the freshman class and, you know, who returners or transfers? Yeah, so um, in the freshman class, I'm definitely most impressed with Allison. Um, I think her work ethic is just off the charts. I mean, she steps into practice every day. She's ready to compete. I mean, the first first practice, it was a little bit, you know, rough for us all, and, you know, we're getting to know each other. But after that, it was like she piggybacked on it and was just ready to get after it. And I just love her grit, her hustle, her determination. Um, and then coming back with the returners, I think I'm definitely very proud of Izzy because she's overcome so much. Um, and I just can't wait to see where things go for her because the sky's the limit. I mean, I guess maybe expand a little bit more about this team. Uh, what are the strengths going to be? For Nebraska women's basketball this year, kind of what's the, what's the identity you guys are, are trying to to latch on to, and um, you know what should fans expect when you guys make your debut this season? Yeah, I mean, one thing I'm always going to say is, you know, we're young but we're ready. Um, when it comes down to it, I feel like 
my team's going to be barking the loudest. Um, I always go off the Will Smith quote, and he always says, uh, he talks about the treadmill. He says, um, we can run on a treadmill. He says, you might be cuter than me. You might be faster than me. You might have me beat in all 10 categories. But one thing is, is I'm not stepping off that treadmill. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think that's going to be the the basic goal for us. Like, we're never going to give up. Whenever these fans come and watch us play, like, we're going to put on the show every time. And we might be down some points. We might, you know, but you would never be able to tell. Um, and another thing is just our team chemistry. You know, we're a lot closer than we've ever been. We trust each other. We love each other. And, you know, without with those type of bonds, you can only see growth. And that's what you guys are going to see a lot of us this year. How much is that mentality a reflection of Coach Williams? I mean, yeah. it, se- it seems like she recruits a, a specific type of player and toughness, resiliency seem to be pretty high characteristics for, for all you guys. Yeah, she's definitely one of the toughest coaches I know. Um, you know, she's she's big on defense and it's super funny to me because she used to be a defender herself. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, one thing about defenders is like you naturally have that drive and that drive that she has, she instills in every last one of us, not just, you know, the best player on the court or the worst player on the court, whatever it may be. You know, she is like dr- having that passion and drive in every single one of us. And not only does it, you know, give us the confidence to do what we have to do on the court, but off the court, too. So. Just going back to last year, I mean, obviously you had your, your injury stuff that you had to fight through, but last year was last year with COVID and everything else. I know we've talked a lot with these guys about, or at least with Trey, about what that experience was like, having to play a season with the COVID testing and the, the, the schedule disruptions and all that stuff. For you guys, how, how difficult was last season on and off the floor with everything that was going on in the world? Yeah, it was very difficult. I think um, not only with COVID, we had injuries and it was just like very, very hard. There was one point in time we had like six, seven people playing on the court and um, that didn't affect us. You know, we were doing very, very good and we kept continuing to grind and do whatever it was that we needed to do. So um, it was very hard with COVID and going into WNIT tournament that was our first time ever having fans <laughs> so it was like it was crazy when we couldn't hear the play calls and we're like coach we don't know what you're saying like you know but um this year we just can't wait to have the the arena packed we're talking here with Michael Caton and you talked about COVID last year I mean how much did it, it really hurt the men's program I mean did you guys have a lot of positives or was it more contact tracing I mean what what were kind of some of the things you guys dealt with over your season yeah, there was a point where a lot of us actually ended up getting COVID. So mm-hmm. um, it was like, it was so funny because the men's team were like, we got to stay away from them. Like, we can't, <laughs> we can't hang out with them. So it just ran through all. Yeah, your, so and- it ran through every last one of our sports. And I mean, unfortunately, but actually fortunately, like we were the last to get it. So um, it just goes to show like we were kind of staying safe. We were doing what we had to do. It was like you could do everything right and still catch COVID. So where I felt like football they almost had their stuff happen in the summer before any testing protocol was established. So then during the season, it was like, man, those football guys are doing a really good job. Yeah, exactly. I think most had already gone through things before protocols. And Mm -hmm. that daily testing, that had to just be a grind. Did you guys do daily as well? Yes, daily testing. It was like waking up at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Even if you didn't have a class, that was just like – it became a process and it became part of a schedule that we had to do in order to play, which was like unfortunate, but at the same time, still fortunate to be alive, still fortunate to be here. So. And now you guys don't have none of you, you don't test, do you guys test at all anymore? I know some of the football guys talked about it, but that might've been the last group of unvaccinated players that were going through. Is there a testing protocol if you're vaccinated? No, we vaccinated this way. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, once, yeah, once you're vaccinated, you don't got to get tested. Unless you have symptoms, then you have to go get tested mm-hmm. for the um, Delta 8. Yeah. 
So, I mean, you kind of mentioned it a little bit about how anxious you are to play at PBA with fans in the stands. Uh, you know, we, we talked about this in the first segment, but the the opening night event, you know, the the, the big kick tip off deal, midnight madness type thing with G Urbo. Uh, I mean, how excited are you guys and the rest of the team to? I mean, it's not a game, but your first kind of reintroduction to the fans here at Nebraska. Oh yeah, I'm I'm beyond excited. I mean, like. I live for this moment right here. Like, this is all, you know, this is very important, not only to me, but my teammates, our coaching staff, to finally, you know, be in the gym and even, you know, have the guys team with us. It's just going to be a ball. It's going to be a blast. So, I got a question for the Midnight Madness. Um, if, say it was tonight, what's what song are you coming out to at this point? Oh, good question. I'm coming out to. Uh, I think All of the Lights by Kanye West. I mean, I don't know. That song just gets me hyped. It just really, like, puts me in that zone and just that go-get-it mode. So I believe that's one of the intro songs to <laughs> Off of Court our, here. Yeah, one of our, our segment intros here. <laughs> no, so definitely. good pick. Good pick. You can't go wrong with that one. Well, hey, Michael, it's been great. I know you got class to head over to, so we appreciate you stopping by, taking some time with Trey and Bryce. And hopefully maybe we'll talk to you again later over the course of the season. But best of luck as you uh, get through this semester and, and get ready for um, the 2021-22 season. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks for doing this for them. Appreciate oh, we, we love it. Well, much more to come. You're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. You're a podcast listener. And this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N ads.com. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And welcome back here to Off Court. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett. Thanks again to Michael Caton for joining us. As you heard it, our title sponsor, Tanner's Bar and Grill and Tavern 180 in Lincoln. Thank you for their support of Off Court. But this segment of the program brought to you by Lazari's Pizza on 48th and Old Cheney, New York-style pizzeria. Um, they are they are great. Uh, big supporters of Husker Athletics. Um, Seth and and Greg and the guys over there have been awesome to off court and have been around for many many years. And uh, it's it's your top place to get New York style pizza in Lincoln. Check out Lazari's Pizza on Forty Eighth and Old Cheney. Well, Robin, it's time for the mailbag with Trey and Bryce. And uh, we were talking off air. There, there's a concert at PBA, and it led us to kind of start the discussion here. Best concert you guys have ever been to and what we can all chime in on this go ahead bryce you start uh well over the summer uh me and trey we attended a little dirt concert so i want to say that was the best but and then you remember the one we went to in atlanta when it was like 21 savage Mm -hmm. uh yellow breezy I want to say I want to say that was the best concert just because i was young yeah it was was definitely turned up for sure yeah Mm mm-hmm so I would say that one. What's the most random concert you've been to? Like when you went to it, you're like, why the hell do we go to this concert? My favorite concert is, was, um, well, it's still is today. Um, I mean, we were super young, but I mean, y'all already know how HBCUs get for homecoming. Um, so we would go down to South Carolina State um, every every homecoming year. And then one year it was Trey Songs. Um, and then it was it was just lit. You know, you know Trey Songs. 
So for me, best hip hop show I ever went to was ironically one of the first concerts at PBA when Jay-Z came to town and put on a show. Yeah. So there, for one, it was one of the first shows at PBA. So brand new arena in Lincoln. There was a lot of buzz around it. Two, Jay-Z puts on a show. I mean, that dude is a professional entertainer. Three, Timbaland was the DJ. So like in between sets, like he yeah. was basically just, just spinning records. It was awesome. And then there was a power outage that went on mid-show to where like the entire lights went off and it just went boom. And it was dead for like... Oh, like a legit power outage. Yeah, like almost like 45 minutes and no one left. And I think that what I had heard, according to uh, the arts and entertainment guy that uh, writes for the Lincoln Journal Star, he said that Jay-Z was getting ready to leave. And then he like looked, one of his uh, crew members looked out and said, hey, no one's left. Like, mm-hmm. you still got a full house. And right. so like he came back out and looked and was like, all right. <laughs> power came back on and he put on just a ridiculous show. So that that was awesome and memorable in a lot of ways. Uh, all-time favorite concert. I'm a big Radiohead fan. I don't assume you guys listen to any Radiohead whatsoever, but I went and saw them in Kansas City. Life-changing. When was the Jay-Z concert? First year of like PBA. 2013. Was That's that the first concert at PBA? No, I don't think it was oh, the Oh, Michael first Buble one. was. Michael yeah. Buble was yeah. the first concert. I think like Bon Jovi or something had come. Anyway, it was like one of like the first three or four concerts that had ever been played there. It was <laughs> expensive, though. Tickets for Jay-Z it were... Was. I mean, it was like 200 bucks or something to worth go. Worth it. Okay, no, it, 200, but that's definitely worth, worth it. For oh, sure. absolutely. The most random hip-hop concert I went to in Lincoln, remember when Snoop Dogg? Oh, yeah. He did a concert <laughs> at um, the old arena, yeah, the, at, the Pershing Center. Pershing. Pershing and, Auditorium. And it was the largest crowd they've ever had, but like Snoop Dogg did like two songs. He had like an Eric Crouch jersey on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that vividly. That was a random one, uh, but favorite concert, I don't know if I... Have one that really jumps out. I mean, when I was in college, saw Dave Matthews in a big stadium. That was a good oh, yeah. show. I'll say that Garth show. Garth I'm not a Garth Brooks fan, but just the fact that it was that like hundred thousand some people off of COVID. Yeah. You know, after not experiencing a crowd like that for over a year, <laughs> not off of COVID. Though. We're still in COVID. Well, whatever. <laughs> Shut down. How about that? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that in itself, just the experience factor. I mean, that that's that you was went? unforgettable. Yeah, yeah, I went just because just for the event. Yeah, yeah, I went. You see it on Twitter? No, I, I, I saw it was, um, it was packed. It was full blown Nebraska yeah. game. People were tailgating at like 11 a.m. How many was it? How many people? 90. They, 90 yeah, they sold it out and then they had the whole field packed yeah, with people too. So it was probably 100,000. Sheesh. And they, they went through 128,000 <laughs> cans of beer and they were, they, were, they were double beers. Yeah, 24 ounce. 25. 25 ounce. That yes. extra ounce, you had that up 108, 28,000 times. That's a lot more ounces. Yes. Yeah, that was the other thing. First time they sold beer at Memorial Stadium. Like, yeah. So, yeah. So how how big do you think um, the crowd is going to be for the game Saturday? Well, they'll announce it at eighty eight. Yeah, it's um, it's technically a sellout because somebody went and bought up all the last remaining tickets. I don't know. There's going to be some gaps in the stadium. I think. Yeah. I mean, we kind of talked about this on our Husker Online show, but you know that Illinois game I think soured a lot of people's excitement, and then right. it's an eleven a.m. game against an FCS opponent. You know, it's. You know, it's going it to it's it's so, be tough. First game first in a home. year. But you're right. First home game. There's going to be a lot of people that think that way that have we, been going for yeah. 60 years. 11 a.m. <laughs> though. First game. So you'll you'll see two numbers. The tickets sold, which will be like 88. Yeah. But then there's they won't necessarily make this easy to get a hold of, but they'll have scan ticket data. Mm-hmm. And so like for your basketball games, they they typically show both. Like the the ticket tickets sold at PBA is like always like 158 or 159. And you know, for a big game, you'll you'll have like fifteen thousand five hundred scan tickets or even more. I mean, no sit Sunday. 
Yeah, I think it was legitimately sold every seat. It'll never be listed higher than fifteen thousand nine hundred and ninety-seven. Yeah, because of fire code. But you said sit, no sit Sundays when they played. Well, when they beat Wisconsin to go to the NCAA tournament, we got to get you caught up on no sit Sunday. So remember when Wisconsin beat Kentucky when they were like loaded? Yeah. So that they beat them that year. Yeah. Nebraska beat Wisconsin final four in PBA, and it elevated them to go to the NCAA tournament, and it was. Almost sixteen thousand. Was that the selection show? Yeah, the selection show was the next it was week before that. So that was the regular season finale. Yeah. Like number nine, Wisconsin came in, and if Nebraska won, they would have locked their ticket to the. Like it was no, they were on the fence. I mean, they were on the bubble. Yeah. They needed that win, and man, like the line. So we're looking out the post office right now. The line was past the post office to get in. Mm. I mean, from the front entrance of PBA all the way down, wrapped around. The coaches came out, were like giving out pizza to fans. Like it was wild. And then they called it No Sit Sunday because people did not sit down the entire game. Oh. I mean, even like 80 year old like fans were up there <laughs> clapping, you know. Uh, and it was for a lot of Nebraska fans like the best home game experience they've ever <laughs> the, had. The old coach, Tim Miles, I mean, he would come up and like get the crowd. He'd be like throwing his hands up to the crowd to get everybody going. And people would just go nuts. So hopefully we could repeat Husker that. Husker fans, if you're listening <laughs> to this, we got to get Coach Hoiberg to start doing that. Absolutely. You ever yes. get like Coach? I mean, you ever seen him just get silly like that ever? Not in that way, but like he 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 definitely he's funny um, in his own way. Like, yeah, for sure. He's funny like in a dad way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you get to a point where you have to be funny like in your way, and then like we have to be funny like in a dad way. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. No, Coach Hoiberg definitely definitely gets up for sure. Yeah, well, I remember so, <laughs> he he just like prof- super professional with. It. So that's did, what I would say. So when they went to Italy, this was before you got here. Yeah. It was his first season. They went to Italy and they're playing just some exhibition game against I don't know who, but they came out really sluggish. And he tells the story like he got so mad in the locker room that he smashed a clipboard, and the clipboard ended up breaking, and like a shard of it cut his hand. <laughs> And like he had to like get it bandaged up because he was bleeding. Because so the last much. time he did, yeah. So, <laughs> so he could show some fire. You guys have any experiences like that? With, I mean, he's a pretty mild mannered dude. But have you ever seen him kind of uh, flip the switch? Well, he a threw his bit? mask last year in that oh, game. Oh yeah, on that no, yeah, yeah I remember. And that was about the most upset I've seen him on the court. Yeah, Just I the way because you guys had Illinois beat. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in Tanner's watching that game. That that was uh, and that was just an emotional moment there at that time. But all right, well let's um, let's pick it back up here. Uh, we'll, f- we'll finish the show with more mailbag talk. You're listening to Off Court. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. Train Bryce McGowns. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. Final segment here of Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowan, Sean Callahan, Robin Washed. As you heard it, our title sponsor is Tanner's and Tavern 180. Check out both spots side by side here in Lincoln. Also, Tanner's and Tavern 180 in Omaha, um, all over that area. Um, guys, uh, this final segment, though, brought to you by Slim Chickens with two locations in Lincoln. Bill Hooks and his crew, uh, great supporters of Nebraska basketball in the show. Um, two locations, 14th and Pine Lake, right across the street from Costco, and then 84th 
and Highway or um, excuse me, Old Cheney, mm-hmm. right by Lincoln Christian High School there over the, uh, on that on the east side of town. So check out any one of those two Slim Chicken locations. They've got they've got chicken tenders, wings, chicken and waffles, great desserts, great sides. Slim Chicken's a proud sponsor here of Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. All right, I'm going to keep it on the theme of the opening night event. I know you guys got some time yet uh, before you need to make a final decision, but have you put any thought into what song you're going to use for your introduction introduction song when they when they call you out for the fans? I think I'm going to come out to Dreams and Nightmares by, just, uh, by Meek Mill. By Meek Mill. Yeah, just because it's a fan favorite, and they know, well, a lot of people know when that song comes on, it's, mm-hmm. it's up. So Absolutely. That's probably what I might be Solid going pick. Yeah. Trey? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a song by Baby Face Ray or um, Icewear v- Vezo. So, one of them. You don't have a song picked out? Those are the artists you're looking at, though. Yeah. I'm thinking about mm, Gallery Department or what else? Let me let me look through the album. Hold on a second. I might throw Uzi or Baby. No, Uzi would definitely be tough. Yeah, yeah. Gallery Department Um, with his song, with Babyface's song with V's, Armago, A Million Cash Race. So, okay. That, a million cash. Good pick. Uh, two years ago, I compiled a playlist, a list of everybody's songs, and mm-hmm. tweeted it out, and the fans were all over it. So that's going to be the preseason Nebraska basketball pregame playlist. So put put some thought into that deal. I will Not say two sure. years ago, uh, Trey, your former teammate, Cole Rope, he went a uh, totally different direction. He went country, I know. <laughs> no, he went, he went uh, it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. And did the Carlton. No, 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 it's going to be Will. He definitely, he definitely um, used to do that in the locker It's going to be Will. Will Helm. So, there you go. Yeah. yeah. What's Will going to pick? That, that'll be something like Will. <laughs> All right. So, again, with the opening night theme, I know that there's – I don't know what you guys are exactly doing – uh, as far as events goes, maybe there's a three-point contest. Maybe there's a dunk contest. So let's say there is. I want each of you to pick three guys that would be the best in contestants for the duck dunk contest, the three best for the three-point contest, and who wins both of those events. I'm going with, for the three-point contest, I'm going K-Money, K-Say, mm-hmm. uh, CJ, we got snipers. I can't even I know. pinpoint. How do you, you got to narrow it down? So, Kase, uh, CJ, Lat, or you, me. You only get three. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You only get three. All right, yeah, I'm gonna go because I'm gonna do dunk contest probably, okay. and I ain't gonna. So I'm gonna say the legs. So I'm gonna go Lat, Kase, and CJ. Who wins? Kase. CJ got that burner. Mm-hmm. Like when CJ just set that junk's cash. Bro. Nah, definitely. What about Coach Hoiberg? How would he do in a three point contest? No, I don't think he can hang anymore. But he can definitely <laughs> shoot it. Like if if he's just shooting free throws, like screwing nah, around. No, he can he can shoot a three. But with it's the names between. we named for the three point contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's between. <sighs> All right, so Trey, you have the same between three. One of the two. What? You have the same three. Yeah, I say because I was I was gonna do because I actually forgot about CJ honestly because mm-hmm. because Lat Lat knocked down and he's back now. So I was gonna go Lat. Bryce and Casey, but Bryce Bryce is doing the dunk contest, so I'll, I'll go with the same three, honestly. Okay. And who's your winner? I low key want to go with Lat. Lat okay. lock in. So you bad. got Lat, you got Casey, Bryce? Lat locks in, bro. Okay. I ain't so Lat and Casey. Yeah. Right? But I don't, I What's go Kobe going to be in? Is he going to be in a three point or dunk contest? 
<laughs> he can shoot it, but he ain't make the cut with those names. We <laughs> I'm saying, when you got to break it down to three, that's. that's I see Kobe hit some big threes in games, yeah, though. Yeah, he, nah, definitely. He's legit. We got to get Kobe and Lat back up. Yeah, I'm here going K money. I'm going K money. No, nah, that's right. all. I'm, I'm excited because Kobe definitely made strides this year. And then dunk contest. Like, yeah. All right. You you know you know he gonna knock down shots. Absolutely. And then dunk contest, I'm gonna go me, Trey, Keon. Yeah. Yeah. Eduardo, is he a dunk guy or is he more just kind of like trick? No. trick no. <laughs> yeah, those are our three. Yeah. Yeah. And who wins? I got tricks. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bryce probably. And what's what's your finisher? What's the one where you're doing the Vince Carter? It's over uh, after the dunk contest. Can't give it up now, can he? I'm gonna jump over Ed. <laughs> <laughs> one or two, two. Uh, don't get hurt. Two hands jumping over Edward. No, no, no. Like, like this. Off two oh, feet. Oh, yeah. off two feet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, hopefully you guys do a dunk contest. But, yes, please don't get this. hurt. There was a, a few years ago they did one of these, and one of their best players, Siobhan Shields, they are doing a scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was going up for a layup, and I think it was Walt Pitchford, uh, came up behind him and just fouled the heck out of him. And he was, like, down on the ground for, like, Several minutes, yeah. and it was just one of those. Yeah, I'm probably just gonna catch it out of the back. There was like a collective a forehead slap, so please don't get hurt. No, he's <laughs> doing that. Yeah, yeah, so it was the same event, Let's but they that. they did a scrimmage type thing. So yeah. play it safe. I think we should do like three dunks. Yeah, three dunks, and because I already got my three. Mm. But we have they done a dunk contest like this before, yeah. Robin? So they've Got done three. something like it, like. There always hasn't been a lot of guys that could dunk yeah. at a high level. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just shooting it straight here, yeah, boys. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that one year with Pitchford, they they did a dunk contest, or at least just had guys go up and dunk. I don't know if they scored it, but I mean, they had some guys that could do trick dunks. I remember. Not. I mean, there were some teams here though where there were not a lot of guys that could dunk very well. well. You're, you're unfortunately right. I mean, I'm talking years back. I mean, heck, Dana Altman when he got to Creighton, I think his first team only one or two guys could dunk. No joke. Yeah, different story this year. Yeah. yeah, Oregon's got a few guys that can dunk. Absolutely. All right, final all right, final question no, here, no, guys, no. in the mailbag. What video game are you playing? And do you like to play people online? I mean, do you, is it kind of fun to take on someone you don't know that I mean your competitive nature just kind of kicks in when you're playing online against somebody? Uh I think I'm gonna go Call of Duty. It's you know, uh I play it almost all the time in my free time. You know, it's just fun playing, you know, with the guys, you know, especially being here in Nebraska, um, and, you know, they being in South Carolina or, you know, wherever they live. So Are you headsets and stuff? You yeah, talk, you, I mean, yes, being able to talk to the person makes it much more fun. Yes, sir. So just being able to connect with the, uh, my friends back home and, you know, play against other people, uh, you know, it's fun. And it's always competitive. Um, I mean, since – I've been playing a real player percentage because you know 2K. Yeah. If the shot me off, it's not going in. So um, the past, like, two weeks, but really since I went home, I, when I've been playing 2K, I've been playing on real players. So I've been playing out a lot, but I'm going to get on card tonight for sure. And I'm looking forward what's to your, playing. What's uh, your screen names? Can you say? Um, Trey underscore Mac 5. PlayStation. Oh. I don't know my Activision. Activision is Easy Money Sniper with, like <laughs> – <laughs> a bunch of numbers behind it, but uh, easy money sniper. But I think my PSN is like uh, Bryce Dot McGowan's possibly. They've relaunched the um, college football game, right? No, they did a Madden. No, no they did Matt with Madden twenty two. Yeah, so it's like a legend team. Yeah, so. that don't count. My, yeah, that yeah. don't count. But 
like but one you of my can friends beat Nebraska or yeah. whatever. Like yeah. Burkhead's in. I mean, like they've yeah. kind of made like an all-star. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing with Clemson school. though. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> stick home, man. Stick to home roots. I got to play with Clemson. I don't I'm like them, but I got to play with. Probably. Who's the quarterback? Is it Watson or is it Lawrence? It gotta be Watson. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, Watson, dog. I'm probably gonna go with. Ohio State. I like Barnett. Ooh, Florida State. Who's the Florida State? I might play with Florida State or Bama. Bro. But Joe Burrow, if you want to play be wide receiver, you better go play for LSU. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just talking about the regular game, though. Oh, regular game? Uh, I'm going to go play with playing with Bama. These are all-star. Well, these are the all-star teams. Yeah. Oh, I'm going with LSU. <laughs> with Bur- you know how doggish they defense is? Yeah. All right. Well, we, video game talk is over. Guys, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, thanks again to Michael for coming up and joining us as well. And thanks again to Tanners. They hooked us up with, um, in Tavern 180. Um, some great food here tonight. Make sure you download us, subscribe to us. We're on iTunes, Spotify, all the major carriers. It's the Off Court Podcast on the Husker Online channel. Thanks for listening to Off Court with the McGowans, powered by Husker Online. Join us for another show next week, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln.